and welcome to Buena Vista, episode 224. I am Ben, and I am Submarine. Emmanuel (laughs) Macron. Scott Morrison. Um, Yep. mm -hmm. Mm. Ah, I didn't. You know, I, yeah. you get this. You yeah. know how we we don't have an intro. Like, Do you what? know what I learned the other day about <laughs> Emmanuel Macron? <laughs> I cannot believe you've done this. Uh, no, go on, please tell me. Do you know that his wife is like a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? That she's like. Uh, are you saying that in the internet sense that there's a significant age gap, or that I'm saying he that was he underage. was age fifteen and she was his forty year old school teacher when oh they met? Oh my god! I did that. not know this. Yeah, um, that's France, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a pedophilia is life. It's just some real French stuff <laughs> I learned this week. So maybe yeah. he he can't say anything. You know? <sighs> I mean, that's I, I don't. Yeah. But that's on her, though. That's not that's on, on her. That's on her. Yeah, that's on her. He's the but, victim. Um, that's real messed up. That's really yeah. cooked. And he's also, uh, as far as I understand it, the Prime Minister of France. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone asked him about this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> point, been like, hey, man, what's up? Hey, yeah, what's up with that? Are you uh, okay? Like, Yeah. Uh, does she, I assume she goes to sort of state events with him and things of that nature. Yeah. And then do people say, "Ah, oh, you are uh, le pedophile wife? <laughs> <laughs> you are a schoolboy? No, it is <laughs> pretty wild. <laughs> it is a crime. <laughs> yeah, maybe not over there. Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, hang on. So real quick. I can't believe I didn't know this. Um, I can't believe I didn't know this. She sent France. Oh, you're you yeah. surprised oh, that 15. you didn't? No, no oh. she's in. She's in by, <laughs> by her nose. All right. Well, let's... What what country's border France? Age of consent, Belgium. Yeah, I'll go hmm. Luxembourg. I bet that's fucked up. Uh, sixteen in Belgium, so that would have been out. Sixteen in Luxembourg as yep. well. I I don't know what other countries border France. Uh, you got Holland. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should definitely find out. And welcome um, to um, the Age of Consent podcast, where we look at the age of consent around the uh, world. Andrew is gone. This podcast is now 16. purely about the age of consent. 16, but it has come up with a news story as the top result here. Dutch pedophiles are launching a political party <laughs> pushed to cut, <laughs> to <laughs> cut in legal age for sexual relations from 16 to 12. That's not good or funny. <gasps> did they? That's bad. That's did awful. They, did they... F- Found the party? Oh yeah, the Charity Freedom and Diversity Party. This is a horrible start that this podcast is oh, off to. Now, Ben, you had an intro. No, I Lucy oh, okay, was right. right. I okay. kind of really didn't. We're just the yeah. Have you seen the news today? <sighs> what with all of these French? Yep. There's some stuff happening. Argy bargy. Oh come on Sco- now, Scoliar. The Party for Neighbourly Love, Freedom and Diversity, or the Charity Freedom and Diversity Party. Uh, party for Nastenliefde Freiheit and Diversiteit mm-hmm. is a Dutch political party with no representation in Parliament, thank God, and only three known members as of 2006. It is commonly known as, now I just, before I say this, uh, this is spelled P-E-D-O-P-A-R-T-I-J, <laughs> Pedo Party. Uh, in the media, due to its advocacy for the legalization of child pornography and the lowering of the age of consent to twelve. Oh my god! And they got one of those sneaky names that you like. Yeah. Like we have parties here that are like climate justice or something, yeah. and yeah, they're like about, Nazis. Yeah, no immigration yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, wide open immigration. Uh, PNVD was originally founded on the thirty first of May by three self described pedophiles. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Right. So they're not it's, being reductive when they <laughs> no. call it the pedo party. Uh, its motto is Sapir Order, uh, which is Latin, I believe, for have courage to use your own reason. The four things mm. listed under their ideology are hard Euroscepticism, anti-religion, <laughs> age of consent reform, and pro-pedophile advocacy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Are you oh, glad you did this, Lucy? That? Are you glad you made this happen? I'm not. I wish I'm... And this is a bonus as well. <laughs> this so. is a main. This is, is a main. Oh, this is main. So this we can just go main. wild on this because it's a bonus. And there's also a fair chance that potentially... And let me just go to pains to introduce everyone to, just in case this is the case. Um, my name is Ben. 
I'm here with Lucy and Theo. Uh, and if you are if you from are Yazoo City, Mississippi in America, and you've seen our billboard, Wasn't it hello and welcome. No, Mississippi. I've gotten okay. confused a couple of times now, okay. and I, I would, I'm and so now sorry I'm if, if you are from Mississippi um, and you just heard us confuse Missouri and Mississippi. I'm, I'm very sorry. Yeah. It is... So lovely uh, to have you. Thank you for seeing the billboard and deciding, hey, I'm going to listen to this. This is usually not about pedophiles. It is usually, usually about the not. Netherlands, though. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't that far Usually off. we start off with like a pretty funny kind of creative intro. We all kind of play a little part. We just sort of yes and our way to yeah, the first it's like story. The, the only mm. bit of improv on this podcast is generally the, the introduction, which is yeah. probably the most alienating part, which should be the most welcoming it's mm. very strange. So yeah, everything it's a, a problem else scripted. For, for uptake on the uh, we wanted why we're not making any new fans. Or... Yeah. Hey, we're making just enough uh, to cover for the people that got sick of it and left. Yeah. <laughs> so let me just in case you are you know a new listener from Yazoo City uh, and let us know if we're saying that wrong. Uh, the we're a podcast from Australia. Uh, there's four of us usually, but Andrew is off watching uh, Twilight. Uh, Eclipse, New Moon, Breaking Dawn. I think it was Breaking Dawn, yeah. I thought Breaking Dawn was the last one. He's watching the second one. He said it was the second one, but I think he's confused. He's watching New Moon, which um, it's a good one. It's not bad. It's. I think the last one is the best of all of them. It's very, very bad in a very, very delightfully entertaining is way. Is New Moon where Bella's like just crying a lot? She's driving around on a motorbike trying to have near-death experiences so that she can see a figment of her imagination of Edward... Right. Because she misses him so much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we usually talk about uh, news from around the world uh, of very limited, small, Im- small time importance, um, and then other other things like uh, the Netherlands. Uh, we may as well just dive right into it because you're a busy person. You, I don't know how long your commute to work is, but you need to know whether you like this or not. So we're going to start with uh, a segment of ours. Um, about when something happens that you wish hadn't happened. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. Now, this is a story from uh, WLEX News. That's that's from America, where you're from. I'm now going to spend you're the rest of the episode there. talking to you Addressing specifically. You. Yes, as if you are the person. We want from you to feel special. This is just be the mayor of Yazoo City. I hope it is. It if could be. I hope it is. City, please let us know that you're listening to this. Uh, from WLEX News uh, in and around Lexington, Kentucky, parents react after controversial photos surface from man pageant at Kentucky High School. I'm the investigation is... <laughs> <laughs> yes? Sorry, uh, just, you know, it's, uh, sometimes your brain is lagging like three or four words behind. You got to school and then started thinking about man pageant. Oh, already straight away. This just yeah. the fucking buff kids thing from <laughs> Buff Little Boys. <laughs> buff, buff Little Boys. Buff little Boys. <laughs> but they're Buff Little Bodies. Uh, an investigation is underway after controversial photos from an event at Hazard High School are <laughs> uh, causing outrage. As part of Homecoming Week activities, Tuesday was costume day and a quote man pageant was held. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason for them to explain. <laughs> What man pageant would mean Uh, Multiple photos were posted And then taken down from the Hazard High School Athletics page They appear to show scantily clad students Giving lap dances to faculty and staff Pardon? Uh, uh, (laughs) Excuse me? Others showed female students dressed in Hooters costumes And students and staff appear to spank or paddle each other (laughs) No, they they don't What is happening in (laughs) Hazard, Kentucky? Is this from Hazard of Dukes of Hazard fame? No, this is a single Z hazard. Oh, damn. Disappointing. Uh, pictures of the event were posted on the Hazard High School Athletics Facebook page. One person Why? featured in the photos was Hazard High School principal, Donald Happy Mobellini. He is also the mayor of Hazard. What? <laughs> Come on now. What? How small so is Hazard? He's wearing two sashes. Uh, I don't know. I didn't look into that, actually. Uh Let's find out. Sorry, I'm madly Googling this, and I'm so excited to find out that I've made a bunch of typos while I was doing it. Well, its elevation is 928 feet. I can tell you that much. Yeah. All right. Population 5,600. 
Okay. 5,200, sorry. So it makes sense that the high school principal is also, is also the, mayor. the mayor. Yeah, yeah okay. Makes they sense. only got so many people to go around. Yeah. Uh, the Kentucky Department of Education says they are aware of the incident and have been in contact with the superintendent. Hazard mum, Jenna Smith, has a family member at the high school and kids in the district. She says the event should have been shut down the moment an adult realised students were undressing. Yeah, I reckon I would probably shut that event down at that point, just personally. I, you know, if I saw, say, in the same way that if I saw Louie was about to eat another dog's turds, <laughs> I swoop in at that point and say, Oi, knock it off. Hey. Hey. Oi. Hey. Nah. Yeah. Nah. You put that Hooters top back on. Nah. Uh, quote, so this is implying that it, that it, it was organised by students? Yes. Yeah, okay. it's sort of like a, close to a muck-up day type thing, I think. Oh, it sounds like it. I yeah. didn't give any of my teachers a lap dance on muck-up day. I don't know about you guys. No, I didn't do it on any day of the year. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I, I went to class on muck-up day. <laughs> you did, did more maths than was needed. <laughs> uh, quote, I think they should have at that point said, hey, I know this is a joke, but let's stop. This is inappropriate, said Smith. Mum, Holly Lane disagrees. Oh, she disagrees? <laughs> Holly. It has been taken completely out of context, Lane says. There are only photos being shown on the internet, no videos. The photos don't show the teachers pushing the children off of them. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would probably stop the situation like before a teenager was giving me a lab dance. You, should, you know how they have uh, metal detectors at American schools because of the guns and stuff? Yeah. They should maybe have Hooters outfit detectors as well to yeah. start going <laughs> off. And that way they can nip this sort of thing in the bud. Uh, Lane's son and his friends participated in the homecoming event. She says pushing the limits and embarrassing teachers is part of the fun. If everybody is perfect, then I would say, yeah, maybe we do need to rethink something. Lane said. Yeah. Mm. Go on the go on the Poe body's nerfect defense on. We've all got our flaws. <laughs> Organizing a striptease. Uh, but until somebody can prove that something is going on here other than just homecoming week and teenagers being teenagers, then I will support my kids. Lane says she doesn't believe a line was crossed. Hazard County School Superintendent Sandra Combs shared in a statement that uh, appropriate disciplinary action has been taken following the investigation. Quote. First, I wish to address some questions around the incident. The activities were part of homecoming festivities and were driven by the students. We strive to foster creativity in our students, but unfortunately, this time it was carried too far. Spirit Week at Hazard High School has a long and celebrated tradition. Homecoming activities were planned as a celebration for student staff and the school community. All were intended to be fun and good-natured. However, the activities did not play out as intended. While homecoming is an annual tradition, there has never been any issue raised prior to this year. Now that an issue has arisen, we are taking this, op taking this opportunity to review policy right. to Stop make Stopping before anyone's dick again. gets sucked. Yeah. yeah, just step in before anything else goes down. Americans, and I'm, I'm so sorry if you are listening from uh, Mississippi and this sounds like we're making fun of you for your culture and I don't mean that. Um, Americans we never do that here. Have, no. uh, they love to have a spirit week. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have your school spirit. They have chants and stuff that they do. Yeah, routine. Can you imagine oh, like spirit. having okay. pride for your school and not just like complete disdain. Yeah, imagine. I feel like that's our culture. If someone at my high school in beautiful Urangan State High School in Harvey Bay had been like, "Hey, we're gonna have a thing where um, all of you are going to go into the gymnasium." Uh, and chant and cheer a bunch of stuff in advance of a football game we're having, uh, everyone would say, firstly, I don't think we have any sports teams of any kind. No. Mm. Secondly, um, fuck off. I will stab you. Yeah. You'd have just been chanting that. Yeah, but it's just a yeah. hundred kids <laughs> pulling out knives and chanting, I will stab you, I will stab you. I just can't. It's a very weird. They're a weird... They're a, a strange nation, and it explains yeah. their whole adult culture as well. Cause, yeah. And they have school spirit and things, yeah. so then they all become, like, police officers. Mm, or army men. Yeah, they yeah. care about um, the school they went to, and then they care about the the tertiary education they did. They love to have an alma mater. Yep. And they love to have a graduating class of the year that they graduated. And they graduated magna cum laude. Yeah, they fucking yeah, did. Yeah, they did. 
<laughs> you play bloody cards, right? They're very strange. But I think that is why they're all fucked up. And then yeah. when, you know, like every go, step of the way there is just fucked up. We're teaching them to be wrong. By we, I mean society, mm. not us. I have nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's it's not good how they're raised. And it always seems like something bad is going to come from it. It seems ominous and portentous. Not bad. Thanks. I'm no, I'm no Andrew. No Andrew. Those are words. <sighs> Thank you. I, I think, look, I think that, was, that had all the content of an Andrew segue, but he really puts his back into it. He does, there's no, he? There's no yeah. even shade of irony. Not at all. Just He's very pure serious. Pure joy the entire way. He's a thoroughly sincere man. Yeah. Uh, for you, our new American listener, um, let me explain. Uh, Omen's Importance is the theme song where we talk about things that are happening that seem like a sign of something bad to come. Now, sometimes that's quite literal. Uh, you know, some tech company says they're going to start doing something. And we're like, well, that'll probably have bad ramifications. But other times, um, it's more figurative. It's more from something symbolic. And uh, we'll find out about one of those in this segment of Omen's Importance. When I there we go. You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. And you shall know that God is God and bow down to his will. So that's exciting for us. <laughs> yeah, look forward to that. Uh, this is a story from the terrible UK tabloid, The Mirror. Gruesome Rat King, said to be omen of an impending plague, caught in rare sighting. Sorry that happened to you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that I'm the, and I've been sighted? You're apologising to me for having been spotted. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good burn, Lucy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I also called you the Rat King, which is it's not yeah, really a bad. Yeah, called you gruesome. Yeah, I am the King of Rats. That's true. A gruesome Rat King, said to be an omen of an impending plague, has been caught on camera in a quote extremely rare encounter. A Rat King is crowned mm. when several rodents lock tails and become entangled. The stomach-churning phenomenon was recorded near Tartu in Estonia, where vet uh, Johan. Weeberpoo. <laughs> That's, yeah, I, I don't know how else I could possibly sure. pronounce that. I don't know, that. but I like that. That's nice. Uh, found a squirming ball of rats in his mum's chicken coop. For superstitious medieval villagers, or Estonians, the rat king was an omen of looping <laughs> disasters and was particularly associated with plagues. Well, I can't imagine anything like that coming down the pipes anytime soon. Yep. Yep. Maybe it's a two-year-old rat king. And he just didn't oh, find like it a, for a really a long sort of time. A, um, past omen that we, yeah. Gone, oh shit! We really should have cited that. <sighs> I just I got a lot Apparently of emails. Our at the soothsayers time. had access to my mum's Chick- ra- chicken, chicken coop. coop. Yeah, Don't that's right. We got mice in our chicken coop. Have any of them formed a mouse king? No, um, they just dug hundreds of little tunnels, kind of weakening the superstructure of the uh, of the chicken coop. Um, and then they'd be like sleeping in the thing, so I had to bait them all, and then they all kind of like stacked up their dead bodies in the gap between the chicken coop and the back of my house. And then I had to kind of poke all the dead mice bodies that out with a sounds bad bamboo stick. Hmm. Yes, neither here nor there. George just told me this afternoon, like literally just before I came here, that they have been training uh, Louis to kill the mice they get in oh, their humane mouser. Well, no. Uh, because he's apparently n- not got killer instinct enough to locate and kill the mice himself. Uh, but George and their housemate have set up a, a, a those humane rat traps and Louis just gets them once they're in the trap and then just deftly breaks their spines, killing them instantly and hopefully painlessly. But I was a little... Uh, I don't think of my boy that way. He's mm. so sweet. He's got such a sweet nature. I don't That's think that's upsetting. Yeah. yeah. To to kind of get him to be true uh, nature. Yeah. Mm. Although killer. I have I've seen him kill a mouse before. Like he fucking got a a bush mouse one time when we were camping. Like ran at it from like fifty meters away, pinned it, ruthlessly executed it, and then left the corpse there, uh, which is terrifying. Truly a nightmare scenario for a bush rat. 
Yeah, they never expected to see um, a domestic dog. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty odd pounds. Yeah. Of, I uh, bet they were like, "Oh, he's cute. He, he looks is about nice." Eighty pounds on the button, actually. But why you went for pounds is or quite for our strange. American listeners. Mm. Oh, of oh, course, in, yes. That's in nice. We're accommodating. The, yeah, right. Surrounding yeah. Yeah, so after we were just about, like, your culture is fucking piece of shit. But we will use Imperial for you to make it easier. Uh, yeah. There's probably about half a fluid ounce of blood inside <laughs> that mouse. Uh, Johan said he was enjoying a quiet morning when his mum called him in a state of distress after seeing the grotesque ball. Yeah, he was wearing ruggers and bending over, <laughs> am I right? Uh. I um Man, I got a I got a father-in-law problem in regards to that. <laughs> I the entire uh, family knows it. <laughs> I've only been I've been on the receiving end of that in the past. Of that's a classic Queensland staple is a uh, old guy wearing ruggers not realizing that he's got a nut out. Yeah, uh, one foot up on a forex <laughs> carton. Oh. Is it is that real? Does that yeah, happen? Yeah, absolutely. I had it happen to me the other day for the first time, despite the fact that I only wear ruggers every day of my life. I do they not like, have like a pocket for your? Like, no, do you, are you wearing shorts. underwear? I mean, I'm wearing underwear, but I just I had a bad. Con- What's the word I'm looking for there? What's the thing when you have a bunch of things all line up confluence. in one way? A confluence, a bad mm. confluence of circumstances, okay. where I was like squatting down to pat a mate's dog when we were out the front <laughs> of a friend's cafe while we we're like all pretty drunk. It was one of their like boozy afternoons that they do. And so a lot of people were sitting on the floor with the dog and I realised mid-conversation with two people that I was just like, oh, that's slightly too much breeze. It's going to try and really tactfully sort of do it without, get everything back in without yeah. touching it and drawing attention to it. Right. Yeah, but they'd Horrible already situation. been sort of staring at one well, of your nuts. I don't for... think anyone noticed, but I don't know. No one had said to me at that point, and I have, you know, I feel like I have good communicative relationships with most of my friends. I feel yeah. like someone should have said, hey. Yeah. That's I can a nut. see 50% of your nutsack. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Presumably 50%. Don't know what the other half looks like. Don't know if the proportions are the same. <laughs> you talking about like the... Oh, I get I get you. The, the dark side of the nut. Yeah, no one knows what it looks like. <laughs> Johan said, I was making the most of a quiet morning in Tartu. Oh, sorry. I already read that, didn't I? Uh, she had gone to feed the birds at the chicken coop when she saw a bundle of rats right at the entrance as she opened the door. When the shock wore off, she went to investigate and tried to remove them from her way, but they were firmly stuck to the ground. What? Oh, man, rats are so fucking nasty. Mm. They're so cute. They're so <laughs> they're nasty. They're so nice. <laughs> yeah, like they're so cute. And if, occasionally, if you get enough of them in one spot for long enough, they turn into a bloodborne boss. Yeah. <laughs> it's f- fucking. Dude. Man, what? Just a bowl of rats. Why do they do this? Why do they stick to the ground? That's pretty fucked up. You're Don't right. Don't they. What? Don't they what? Haven't they got, like, prevention me- methods? Like they've, they've not needed to evolve them. <laughs> <laughs> like, this sort of solves, like, the overpopulation problem in an uh, evolutionary sense. Yeah, once they get too big, uh, there's too many of them, yeah. they start diminishing their own food source. So what you want is a, a tendency to get tangled up into groups that kill them. Be- beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. God's yeah. image... In practice, he's a blind so watchmaker, but God, he makes a handsome watch. Uh, <laughs> Johan's mother. A whole bundle of watches all kind of like tied <laughs> together. <laughs> Johan's mother had found 13 of the rodents tangled oh. up, an ominous number. Andre, oh, like bad the movie, number. 13, a, 13, 13, 13 ghosts. 13 yeah, 13 ghosts. 13 ghosts, yeah. Uh, also, like the band Wednesday 13. Yeah. You probably like that band, don't you, Lucy? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> all their songs are about zombies and stuff, and they all wear... I hate them. I really yep. fucking hate them. Anyway. Andre Milyutin of the Natural History Museum of the University of Tartu, who documented a previous encounter with a rat king Estonia, agreed to take the specimen. He said two of the 13 rats were already dead. Quote... Rats within the Rat King are sentenced to death. He Why is said. he talking like that? <laughs> I think he might be is a it... witcher at BC or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you that's could a just fucking... say they don't tend to survive. Yeah, that's a bad deal for the other eleven rats. Like, oh god damn it! Like, 
Now these two dead rats are our problem. I'm handcuffed to these rat corpses. Yeah. yeah. Is this normal rat behavior? Like, no. I think so. So this is the. So they didn't mention it in this article for some reason. Uh, but this is only the second time. Uh, in the 21st century that a rat king has been documented. Uh, and both of them have been in Estonia. The other one, I think, was like 2006. How do they know it's a rat king? I feel like we're making a lot of assumptions. Wait, what do you mean? About the... rat society. Like, oh, what... you mean how do they get conferred upon them the monarchy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just when you've got 13 rats. Like they maybe they're up, just doing rat stuff. Like hanging out. Yeah, getting stuck bowl, and then dying, dragging yeah, around their know. dead family members. Yeah, that's their so. belief, well, and why, I respect it. And why both in Estonia is like the ground particularly sticky there? Well, it's the Rat King capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it is. <laughs> Maybe this Go is a beautiful kind of... Estonia, uh, <laughs> low corporate tax rates, <laughs> two <laughs> Rat many, Kings, <laughs> all the Rat Kings you can eat. Quote, even if they manage to escape from the narrow burrow, they can't move around normally and they can't move to find food and are completely unprotected. Their survival depends on concrete circumstances. Usually they survive until the first encounter with a cat, dog or human. That's depressing. To kill the Rat King is the usual reaction of people when they see one. So we have a, we have a, good, a segment coming up um, that relates to lead pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like this is a real uh, lead pipe situation because I think you'd be there for quite a while. This is yeah. a sort of a back of the shovel situation. You want something with a wider, yeah. I area feel of like ta- of yeah area of effect attack. Some part of my brain is telling me that you must dispose of a rat king respectfully. You've got to give them a king's death, like See, decapitating was, them with a little yeah. sword. Each individually. Well, what I was thinking was um, putting them on some. Concrete and giving a big whack with a shovel, and then um, picking up the sort of ball of tails, sort mm. of swinging it around, um, like yeah. a like a mace, uh, or like, like a, a, a mace? like a, a cat throw. of like a cat of mouse tails, yeah, uh, and kind of flinging that into the uh, Christian college that my house backs onto. <laughs> Starting the second satanic panic <laughs> single-handedly. What if you built a little rat guillotine? That'd See, be that's cute. okay. That's yeah. appropriate, I think. It would have yeah. to be like a circular guillotine. Circular, yeah. It's just kind of confusing. Uh, Johan, a veterinarian, said it was obvious what had attracted the rats to the shed in Polva County, southern Estonia. And he'll elaborate on that. Yep. He'll elaborate on that now. No, I don't know. Oh, no. Okay, he does, yep. Yeah. Uh, but he and Dr. Milyutin were nonetheless puzzled by how the rats had become entangled, he added. The 28-year-old said, quote, there was a tunnel dug by the rats from somewhere underground to the surface near the door. Since there is always ample food, water, and bedding supply in the coop, it is a perfect place for rats. Okay. Maybe they clumped together on the surface to keep warm since it was the first day of autumn that the temperature went below zero degrees during the night. And as some of them tried to enter the tunnel, all of them got stuck. In my opinion, the tunnel itself was too small in diameter for the rats to emerge from below as a rat king. There have been so many phrases in this yeah. that are so metal as fuck. You don't uh, have to say it that way, but I do appreciate it. Yeah, you I did. like it. To kill the rat king? <laughs> yeah. Beautiful words. To emerge from below as a rat king? Holy fuck. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> Dr. Milnewton said that rat kings seem to be a, quote, extremely rare phenomenon with only 60 cases in almost 500 years of recorded history. Wow. That's an odd phrase that the, let's not say journalist, but the person paid to write for the internet here has used. 500 years of recorded history. There's more yeah. recorded history than yeah, that. Yeah, that's when history started. Yeah. Yep. 16, no, 15, <laughs> 21. Um, yeah. The year history began. Oh, almost 500 years of recorded history. It's more recent than that. Uh, Ultimately, the museum decided to euthanize the Rat King to end the suffering of the animals trapped within. Uh, Unsurprising, but I do... It does raise the question of what are the other options? I mean... Disentangling them, I guess? I I think apparently they couldn't untie the knot 
is what I read in another story. So you could have Gordian nodded Gordian that not, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. I got to say, that's them- more Rat Kings than I thought would have been recorded in the past 500 years. Yeah. I mean, so that's, yeah. 60 and 500 years is not a lot, though, considering how no. many rats there are. But it is more more than we've had Cat Kings. Yeah. This it's seems true. satanic. This is messed up. Yeah. I, what do you reckon this portends? Because I don't think it's a plague because we've already got that. That's already happening. Yeah. Probably meteors or something, maybe. A comet that mm. brings an alien virus with it, maybe? Maybe. Something's going to happen. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be the rise to power um, of, of a disgusting... Estonian Hitler. Yeah, rat-like individual. Maybe, maybe he's got a taste for Kavifi. Yep. This is another story that uh, is a little ominous and portentous. <laughs> Sorry, there. did you like that? Uh, this is from the Associated Press. Buzzards settle in North Carolina town despite scare tactics. A North Carolina town finds itself under siege by buzzards, and nothing the locals do to scare them off seems to work. God, I love a good buzzard story. You remember the one we did a while ago? Was that vultures or was that buzzards? Where the woman, uh, there, was, there was a lady um, who pissed off all her neighbours because she wouldn't stop feeding <laughs> the vultures. Is that uh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And they would, like, vomit continu- <laughs> continually <laughs> everywhere. Uh, and, and they, like, shit on their legs to cool themselves down, etc. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. Uh, the buzzards have chosen the town of Bun as a meeting place for the past year, and they're congregating. Sorry, and they're congregating at every available location. The News and Observer of Raleigh reported on Wednesday there were twenty-eight buzzards perched on a cellular tower, and another twenty-one at the high school across the street. Good on them for going out there and counting them. Yeah, that's yeah. You couldn't just say there are about two dozen at each. There's a lot of buzzards there. Oh, no, that's not... Okay, so I've just looked up what a buzzard is. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of a... Kind of a vulture-like creature. It's actually kind of like a... a oh. cool, cool sort of eagle. I thought they were vulture-looking things as well. I thought they were like a turkey or a vulture. What's the difference between buzzards and vultures? Thank you, the spruce. And what is a buzzard? There are 26 species in the world named buzzard, including the European honey buzzard, lizard buzzard, forest buzzard, and long-legged buzzard. It's also a fire-type one as well. Uh, <laughs> are you implying that long-legged is a... <laughs> is a Pokemon type? It's a Pokemon type. <laughs> yes, that's right. They're a type of hawk. Oh, okay. Well, we've all learned something today. Uh, unless you already knew that, and then you've learned nothing. Yeah. Ali Leggett said she counted 58 buzzards in her yard, on the roof, along the fence, and atop the garage at one point. She said the unwelcome visitors would perch on her chimney and peck at the bricks, pulling them down. (laughs) 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 Calling the police because buzzards are disassembling your home. (laughs) Other locals say the buzzards ate the roof vents off a restaurant in town. Oh, my God. No one in Bud seems to know why the scavengers have taken a shine to their town, but various attempts to evict them have failed. Mm. Are they like, is this coinciding with a um, like large correlation of small dogs going missing as well? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so. Uh, in December, Bun High School fired a propane cannon day and night. Have, you seen, have you seen videos of those things getting fired? Yeah, the ones, the guys who claim that they can, like, they either disperse rain or bring rain yeah. or something. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, didn't we talk about one on the podcast? I think we did, actually. We... Ago about a guy getting noise complaints for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's because he'd point his uh, propane cannon, uh, which was like, it was a good, like, six foot long, um, possibly two foot wide. And he was. Several fathoms from the next house. <laughs> uh, we like always, yeah, always pointing there and gallons and, like, of propane in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> like fire it in the afternoon. Good times. Um, we heard from I, I feel like propane away. cannons aren't part of the Australian experience. No. no, we didn't get those over here. We didn't. I feel. I feel like because we've got like um, we've got um, bat and flying fox problems. And you're not allowed to kill them because they're native animals, right? Yeah, and we love them very much. Yeah, but what if you got um, a cannon that is 
louder than God himself. He sort of wheeled it over to the, to the park and yeah. f- fired it at the bats, mm. sort of giving if, them all bat Havana syndrome. If I went to the park near Ben's place in 17 Mile Rocks that has more bats than anywhere should have, and I set that off, sending 30,000 bats up into the sky at once, I reckon that would be pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm going to do it. <laughs> Uh, This worked for a while, Police Chief Steve Massey said, but the birds returned. The school also hung vulture effigies around its rooftop to deter the birds from gathering. That didn't keep them away either. Wrong kind of effigy. So they've done the same thing that we've done and confused buzzards and and vultures. The buzzards saw them and went, oh, well, that's no good for vultures, but we're fine. We're a member of the hawk family. (laughs) (laughs) What? Wait, what? Commonly called buzzards, the birds are black or turkey vultures. Why are you calling them buzzards? What, what are you doing you to us? You just call them a turkey vulture. Why turkey. have we spent the whole fucked thing. up country? And this Disgusting. is straight up a turkey. Oh, in the Slash United States, vulture. when someone refers to a buzzard, it means a turkey vulture. A member of the new... Oh, right. Well, we've been completely misled we've been by had. the spruce... All right, well, what does a turkey vulture look like? It looks like um, part turkey, part vulture. They really they really oh. hit the nail on the head with this one. Yeah, that's... Um, that is straight that up a turkey vulture is what that is. Really looks like mm. someone just ripped the head off yeah. a bird, like, yeah. but left the flesh. The, oh, that's disgusting. That's a fucking Skeksis. That's a goddamn Skeksis right there. That's fucking disgusting. Federal and state laws outlaw killing, hurting, or harassing them, according to the North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission. Well, then you're fucked, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Those are all the things you can do, so... Podcasts. They're nature's greatest natural resource, and it's important that they're harvested sustainably. Editing, production, fart sound effects. These are all important resources from our local ecosystems. That's why we're asking you to go to patreon.com slash Vista and pledge five US dollars a month to help support the healthy growth of a homegrown podcast like Bunta Vista. In exchange, you'll get an extra sustainably farmed episode every week, access to our Discord, and a naturally pristine, promo-free podcast feed. Thank you for helping look after one of nature's most precious resources. Yep. For the people living in Bun, North Carolina, that must be an absolute nightmare. But not everything that happens during REM sleep is bad. Sometimes there's regular (laughs) dreams. Now it's time for a little segment called VOCs. So this is uh, the VOCs, is the segment in which I describe uh, one of the many... um, Long, detailed, um, somewhat cohesive dreams um, that I've been getting since I've been taking the antidepressant drug uh, Effexor or Venlafaxine. Um, Which in America, I believe, is called Vesputaplone. Yeah. Yeah. And it costs $4,000 a month. Paperfill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Ben, so I'll, I will tell this uh, story to Ben, and he will attempt to divine the meaning of my dream using a forty-year-old dream interpretation book that he picked up from the Lifeline Book Fest. I assume but that's yeah. right. Yes, from the Lifeline Book Fest. This is ten thousand dreams interpreted by Gustavus yeah. Heinemann Miller, a yeah. complete A to Z guide to the meaning of dreams and a book I'll, fest for I'll our American I'll keep reading listener. about uh, the Rat King. Hmm. While you do that. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you find. Um, a book fest for our American listeners is sort of where you get a whole bunch of books in one place, but not for the purposes of burning. Yeah, um, it's sort of like a... What uh, are those things where you don't need a permit to buy guns and there's just like thousands of people selling guns? Like gun oh, like fairs. a gun show. Gun shows, yeah. It's like a gun but show, for but for books. Yeah, and all the money goes to charity. Pretty good. And then you get some books for a great price. Hmm. Yeah. So this is Dream Diary, uh, dated the 28th of October, 2021. I um, I don't usually provide the context for them, but I feel it's important in this time. I, I dreamt this on an inflatable mattress uh, <laughs> in a tent. 
Oh, you went camping. At Christmas Creek. That's right. I did. I love that you went camping. We Was had a beautiful, it just you and Caitlin? Beautiful or? time. No, um, the in-laws as well. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. We had like massive storms hit us, like gigantic storms. It was super cool. Um, all, all of our shit remained intact, uh, which is always nice. Um, you didn't um, You didn't post any photos of Finn going for his first ever camp. I know. Right so, okay. So the deal with that is, um, so I bought a MacBook Air as um, to, to replace my aging uh, Acer that turns off when you move it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the thing with a MacBook Air is um, it comes with tiny little ports that don't actually uh, attach to anything, mm-hmm. including the SD reader that I have. Yeah. So my little USB dock um, arrived today. So I'll put some photos on there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm. I mostly took photos of birds, though. That's nice. It's nice. Um, <clears throat> the framing of this dream is an acclaimed film, which is the fusion of documentary and fictional reinterpretation events, um, whose name I could never recall. So I'm on a show which um, I, I think is like supposed to be some sort of Shark Tank thing, um, but it's also live and mega popular. It's like the most popular show on TV or something. So before you go to the judges... Uh, or on live TV, and I've got question marks after all of these, Um, you're interviewed by a producer. So I meet my producer in an ornate wooden stairway before we step onto a floating yellow hexagon, speeding (laughs) upwards through the void. Mm. Um, I pitch him my idea. (laughs) A shirt that is a bit wet so that it cools you down if it's hot outside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. He loves it so much that he's like, I need to be in on the ground floor of this. Um, And from then he's on like Team Theo's wet shirt. Yep. Uh, So there's like a bunch of confusing stuff as to what actually happened on TV there that I I wasn't able to fully parse. So we smash cut. We're in the office of our new venture. Um, plain white hallways lead in all directions and each room is full of an almost overwhelming number of folded shirts on shelves. Um, not clear as to whether they're wet when they're sitting on the shelf or not. Uh, obviously business is booming uh, and the whole venture is much, much larger than myself. Uh, I am alienated within the belly of my own beast. Um, I go down a set of carpeted stairs exploring and I reach the lunchroom. I push through crowds of workers lining up at a very beige ca- cafeteria I'm joined by my producer, who it appears is also much, very much a stranger in this place. Um, we continue down another stairwell, but this time we're almost immediately blocked by two large pink-skinned security guards. Where are you going, they ask, and I reply, wherever I want, this is my business. Uh, but they hit back with, uh, you can't go down there, and they shoo us back to the lunchroom. Uh, so in the lunchroom, all the workers are now standing in front of a large lunch table, which uh, on which sits dozens of sandwiches. They await the word of a bloated older man in white and black business attire standing at the front. Uh, This is the CEO. He's clearly wanting to give a speech. Uh, But first, one worker is like, I got to sit down uh, and sits on the floor. And the CEO admonishes him, saying everyone must remain standing until his speech has been delivered. I'm like, what the fuck? They can sit down if they want to. And he starts huffing and puffing. But the people's uprising has begun. Um, the producer and I walk back through the crowd, which parts like the Red Sea be- before us, towards the elevator, and we hit the down button, desperate to see what we were blocked off from befo- um, from below. Instead, the floor number 80 light- lights up, and the elevator starts rocketing upwards at an uncomfortable speed. Uh, when we reach the top of the elevator, uh, it does indeed come to a safe stop, and the doors open. We are greeted by the executive assistant, a sympathetic older African-American lady uh, who has already heard of the events. The CEO has resigned, she says, and there's only one person who can take his place. I immediately start protesting. Uh, I'm just the ideas man slash jag off. I can't run a company. But, she tells me, that's exactly why we need you. I protest, but clearly the universe has already arrived at a decision without me. Uh, I look out the window, and we're not that high up. We're only, like, ten stories up. And we're not in a city, but instead a more, like, tropical locale surrounded by um, sort of, like, um, Havana-esque apartments. Parties rage in buildings around us, and partygoers call to us, Hey, 
And I call back, hey. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so there you have it. Oh. All right. Right. So usually there's a very, um, I don't know, your, your dreams seem to have a, a, a quite narratively satisfying ending to them normally. No, the problem with this one generally. is that from here it actually repeated again and it sort of just did the same thing but longer. Do you oh. have to write this down like as soon as you wake up? Yeah, yeah. No, this was this was written. Um, I wonder if it tells me the the time, but um, yeah, like eight a.m. You're like pushing your wife away. You're like, don't touch me, don't touch me. Yeah, <laughs> gotta yeah. write my dream journal. Yeah, that's always a big big <laughs> risk when I wake up as well. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to start with elevator from the sort of elevator that lifted you up into the heavens. Uh, this is on page, what did I write down there? 215? Uh, to dream of ascending in an elevator, this mm. is this is us, uh, denotes you will swiftly rise to position and wealth. Ooh, uh, this is exciting. But if, but if you descend, uh, your misfortunes will crush and discourage you. So you've ascended, so that's good. Yeah, doesn't say anything about it being like out of control, it's moving too quickly. Um, no. Sort of... Um, kind of like anything about a metaphor of me being like out of control in my own life, being unable to control uh, the events around me while um, vulnerable within uh, this elevator speeding towards the heavens. No, that's the sort of self-reflection that you'll have to do out the assistance of a book of dream interpretation, I'm afraid. Okay. Uh, and then I've got party here. To dream of an unknown party of men assaulting you for your money or valuables... Nope. Uh, to dream of attending a party of any kind for pleasure, you will find that life has much mm-hmm. good, unless that party is an inharmonious one. Was the party harmonious or inharmonious? I th- no, I felt they were very harmonious. Oh, well, then it sounds like you're on the up and up. Yeah, I'm coming up yeah. with on this one. This is, a, this is a very rare occasion. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. I can only assume uh, that this is real and things are going to go quite well for you. Yeah. Now, it's time to talk about some things that things are not going to go well for in a little segment. That Seems. And now I'm going to explain this to you, our new listener in um, Yazoo City, Mississippi. Uh, this is the segment where we talk about things that we would like to kill with a lead pipe, and it is called With a Lead Pipe. With a lead pipe now, I'm going to start because I've only got one this week. Um, are you familiar with the, the video game Pikmin? Pikmin. I've, I've heard of it. Yeah. I've seen screenshots. I've, I've seen screenshots. I think it was a flagship game for possibly the GameCube. Yes. That sounds about right, yeah. Um, and it's some little... There are these little colourful fellows. Uh, they're quite small. Sort of uh, dwarfed by the grass is my understanding. Very little. And they've got a little leaf or something coming out of their head. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of them. And boy, oh boy, would I like to smack each and every one of them with a lead pipe. Oh, you could just do like one sweeping kind of whack. You get so many. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be flying. nice. Yeah. And that is my entry into this week's with a lead pipe. <laughs> uh, Lucy, what have you got for us? Can I just say it's it's just nice to hear Andrew's voice, you know? It's mm. like he's here with us mm-hmm. singing that song. <laughs> you missed him? Yeah. I bet he's somewhere better now. His living room, watching Twilight New Moon. <laughs> yeah, or he might have watched half of it and switched to some pornography. Probably, that sounds like Andrew. <laughs> what well, have I got here? Every second week of the year, may as well check if I'm into gay pornography or not yet. <laughs> Still he does, no. He does do that, huh? You just and said he, that on a just podcast. A wonderful mind. With I love that. Large it's amount genuinely of listeners. so beautiful to be like, you know what? I don't think I am into it, but it's time to find out. And it's Bear time check? to regularly try. I like it. I like that about him. Um, first on my list is the big mouth at Luna Park. Oh, my 
God, disgusting. Yes. Do you have a scaled up pipe to do this with, or are you mm. just going at like, its teeth with like regular? I need to be like perhaps like a Godzilla, yeah, kaiju or, or, or piloting. Kaiju. And yeah. if this awakens anything in you at all, uh, the listener, you need to send us money, specifically Lucy. Don't yeah. look into it. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm kaiju sized with yeah, a kaiju piling, size. Piling I'm piloting. Yeah. Yep. You are right. piloting a, a mecha of yourself. Yes. Looks exactly the same as you, and you have a lead pipe. Yep, yeah. that's right. Um, I've also got the uh, monkeys in the Basement Jacks video, Where's Your Head At? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Saw that on a TV the other day and didn't like it. Oh, wonderful. Yep. Um, Jub Jub, the beast from television show High Five. I, this just, is, just I look hope up high that's five, not jub, the thing jub. that I'm picturing. Jab, jab, high five. Oh, no. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Oh, no. I want to beat it with a pipe. <laughs> I don't care for it. It's um a sort of purple thing. It's like a little puppet. Like a little a, octopus puppet. It's yeah. got like tentacles. Don't um, like that guy. Basically, all of the... We've listed them before. Well, Theo has listed them before for us in an episode of talking about things from uh, the the TV shows of our yeah. childhood in the sort of late 90s, early 2000s. Um, oh, I can't even... There was the TV show called Blast Off and there was a horrible creature mm. with a very big mouth uh, that I would like to destroy. Uh no, I don't think it was called that at all. And I can't remember what the creature is called. And that is the... If you can think of the thing that I'm thinking of, I would like to kill it. <laughs> uh, and the last thing on my list is Amy the Gorilla from the movie Congo. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Are you trying to put some like a, a thing of like fictional distance between you and Coco the Gorilla? <laughs> Because Amy was just Coco the gorilla. Amy was a bitch. Fictional. <laughs> mm. Also, the uh, the gorillas, not the gorillas, but the like the weird advanced hominids from Congo. I think I would like to lead pipe. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. Oh, also, uh, just in that vein, the blue monkeys from the movie Evolution. Oh yes, one hundred percent. They gotta go. They gotta go. That's the end of my list. T-Bird, did right. you prepare anything for I, us? I do. I've got I've got three for us here. Um, so Meta, the new Facebook product, or oh. is Facebook a Meta product or something? So this is the start of where I... This yeah. is the start of the problem, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. And also while I'm in the building, also Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> kind of get a two. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, like a like an, a, a statue of him or a like uh, he's made out of ice. No, he's, no, no. The, no. Okay. the human person. But you're playing Minecraft like and you see him in Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. Avatar in, in the in metaverse. In meta, uh, in meta, I'm killing Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> again with a lead pipe. In meta, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what meta is supposed to be. Uh, is it it's like to Second solve. Life? I'm it's like confused. Second Life or something. That everyone is confused. Um, I'm confused. I've spent my entire life on the computer. Mm. My yeah. earliest memories are from being on the computer. I was on the computer all day today, and I do not know what this is or what it's for. Mm. Um, I, I think it's a thing for people that have um, like office jobs. I think it's for think you, so. Theo. I think it is. So I that's that's what I've worked out. I, I think the impact on my life will be like futilely like attempting to talk upper management out of getting us to use Meta for something, like what? much in the same way that I might talk a relative out of giving their credit card details <laughs> to a, you know, um, to a scammer of the phone or smoking I, tar heroin. I think you're safe until it becomes affordable for officers to buy them en masse, like the headsets, right? Yeah, I guess so. Because... They can't make you pay for it with your own money. They'll be like, hey, we're going to do this meeting in Meta. And you'll be like, yep. yeah. yeah. I'm not. My camera's I'm broken. Straight, I'm straight yeah. out of Meta headsets. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I wish I had $400 lying around so that I could have a, an avatar of me yeah. with the body of a minion with huge jugs, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, and a Memoji face. And I'm, I'm pointing to a whiteboard and it says uh, KPIs. Yeah. And also, like my computer still runs Windows ME, so... 
not sure if it's going to work. I haven't updated um, and I'm worried that I'll lose some of my drivers if I do. So, can't do that, I'm afraid. Yeah, I not just work don't. I, I think the world is sick. Yeah. Is the reason why this exists. Yeah. Because uh, 95% of office jobs don't need to exist. No. And the work is meaningless. And, and I so, think people are kind of working that out now where you kind of go, you, you look at that and you go, oh, okay, no thank you. And also in response to that, I'm also going to give up a different technology thing as well. Yeah. Like we don't need any of this. No. And I think uh, to, to survive, to stop from walking into traffic... Uh, a lot of people have to convince themselves that what they do do is <laughs> do do uh, yeah. is important, uh, and that because it's important, it means we need it to be cool and for new technology yeah. to support it. Yeah, yeah, and that is a fun lie to tell to tell ourselves also. But the reality of it is that we are in the generation buying all this sort of stuff and and laptops and all that kind of stuff that will form like all of the um, like scrap metal. Yeah. That will be tied to poles and used in the death zone mm. um, for, like, you know, to try and take ownership of the local sewerage system. Yeah, the uh, whatever the fuck glass in my MacBook right now yeah. um, will be smashed up and then glued to a baseball bat uh, for the warlord that rules over what was once southeast Queensland. So it is nice to be contributing positively to something. Yeah, at, at least, <laughs> at least we've we've made that fight more exciting. <laughs> I just, you know, how like all the the promotional shit that I've seen about Meta has been like, it's, it's someone I saw a tweet today where they pointed out that it's all for like dumb office stuff of like pretending to be in the office that you work in. Oh. But but like ninety, I all. Like, no jobs need this shit, you know, where they're like, oh, no. now you can collaborate in real yeah, time. Yeah, I barely collaborate face-to-face. I don't want to I'm collaborate. Really, yeah. I'm sort the of worst just a, part of a job. I'm more of a lone wolf. Yeah, you go <laughs> your own yeah. way. Yeah. Not coming think, to that meeting. I'm just more of like a lone wolf kind yeah. of person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just more of a stochastic employee. Uh, I think, like, people that imagine themselves as needing to have these fucking... Goodwill hunting whiteboard moments, but like your product is uh, like UX design yeah. for a dropshipping yeah. company. Yeah. Like you could probably just get open, one of the like fonts everyone is something. using. Yeah, get some nice. You know, like you don't need this shit. You don't fucking need to be there turning yeah. a cube in your hand while you're a fucking with a body of a minion with huge jugs, by the way. Like you don't fucking need that shit. Yeah. Do you think it'll even have huge jugs? I feel like I probably won't. You'll get banned from banned from work. Apparently, there was another <laughs> term for that. You've <laughs> been banned from your paycheck. Showing up at a work meeting and you've just got enormous titties. <laughs> they just like keep kicking you out and be like, "Look, we're gonna keep doing this." Do you come back? Are you just like going down bra size by bra size oh, on your yeah. minion avatar? <laughs> this is only a B cup. Let me in. B cup. <laughs> Sandra's got one in real life. It's fine. You let her into the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Also on my list, I have Chris and Patrick Voros. Um, who oh, are... no. I think oh. we have mutual friends with those guys. <laughs> oh, no. Who are these people? Uh, the Da Vinci twins. The Da Vinci's, yeah. Pardon? I don't know anything about these guys, so they might be lovely, but my my takeaway is that they attempted to roll a single mispronunciation in a TikTok video. Uh, into an influencer career. I mean, they are. I mean, that was the funniest fucking video in the world to have two guys at the same. Lucy, you saw the video, right? What's this Do one? You know? Okay, so so there's two. So scroll slightly up in the Discord, and you'll see a uh, picture of the Da Vinci twins, um, who are two tall Hungarian. Are they Hungarian? Oh, those guys. <laughs> uh, twins with uh with blonde hair uh, that sticks straight up. Nothing on the side. Oh, uh, I thought Andrew this... was just posting some like hair inspo. <laughs> yeah, uh, and in this in this TikTok video, um, I think they're they're kind of doing trivia, uh, and they're asked who painted the Mona Lisa, and the the kind of question comes up for a little while, and it pops up with the answer uh, Da Vinci, and they both go Da Vinci at the yeah. same time. It's the funniest fucking shit in the world. Uh, um. So. 
I think might be nice, but I also don't interpret their form as human. Yeah. To yeah. me, they don't sort of my my eyes kind of go sort of the the friend or foe thing starts going, and it's just completely alien form. So in a moral sense, this feels equivalent to crushing a praying mantis. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, the two, but yeah, two <laughs> two praying mantises. I just posted a video in the chat there, and you can watch that at your own leisure. But it's essentially like not, not you at home, by the way. This is purely for Lucy. No, uh, yeah, you sorry. at home. Yeah. You, you have to you have to source your own. Oh, I hate them. Of the they both here. look like Yahoo serious, yeah, but with like very... a different haircut. <laughs> They're frivolous looking. There's, I posted a video, which is the two of them doing a TikTok video where they're going, we ate the same things our entire lives, so we could do this. And it's the two of them sitting on a seesaw yelling that they weigh the same, <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Oh, this is I fucked up. That's an artifact of them being simple or being Hungarian. <laughs> I, are they... I got into my mind that they maybe did wrestling as well, uh, which, yeah, they absolutely are wrestlers. Uh, and yeah, they've been going for seven video. hours now with no clear winner emerging. <laughs> that's a real perfectly symmetrical violence. Never solved anything, moment. Uh, well, that's the end of what oh, no, sorry, is basically I've got one more. I got oh, one I'm more. so sorry. Yeah, sorry. Doctor Who. You think you're so fucking smart. Doesn't matter which one. Let's which one? Try. All of them? I mean, all his real name is Even the Doctor. Even the women ones. Interesting. Her name is the Doctor, I should say, yeah. Doctor I wouldn't Who's exclude just the name of the women from my list. Lucy. Oh, I see. That's the most sexist thing. <laughs> I would... Uh, Christopher Eccleston, the Doctor, gone. I'm fucking demolishing you, you piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, the, the one, uh, oh, the bow tie the, one, the bow tie one, oh, Patrick oh, Lemon. Like yeah. a, his a fucking bit, name? like one of those Tardis things. <laughs> Anything Tardis shaped? Um, it's a pipe. <laughs> What's his it's name? A pipe. Matt, someone? <laughs> Matt Lemon. That's yep. I think I know that is true, and I don't. I think I know why this is the name that sprucks to mind for you. <laughs> oh, no, we shan't be looking into that. His name is. Oh come on, just tell me, Matt Smith. <laughs> Theo, we're going to have to have a discussion <laughs> after the record about this. Um, also, the I think the David Tennant one, I, I'm afraid we'll have to... He's got to go as well. And I like David Tennant, I think. Because uh, he's the wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey one, Wibbly-wobbly, right? etc. Yeah. Oh, we've yeah. got a big wibbly-wobbly problem and I don't talk like an adult, even though no. I'm really smart. Yeah. Uh, also, that the first one, who was the really old-looking guy, right? Yeah. yeah he's got to go. Yeah. Also, every single creature from the television program Doctor Who with yeah. these shitty-ass BBC special effects that all look like turds, uh, I would like to turn them into a paste. Mm. With a lead, lead pipe. pipe, each and all. Yeah. All right, well, that uh, was a pretty much a typical episode of the podcast, Bunta Vista. Um, thank you so much for seeing a billboard and uh, typing in www.buntavista.com and going, oh, I'm going to listen to this episode. I'm going to listen to mm. episode 224. Thank you for not starting at the start because you would have fucking hated that uh, and you would be right to hate it. Hopefully, you come back for another episode. If not, honestly, no hard feelings. This other guy, though. Andrew, yeah. uh, Andrew so, he brings a whole deal. other vibe. So maybe that's your vibe. Maybe you won't like that vibe. He is kind of the sexy one. Yeah, we we do call him that. Yeah. So that might sweeten the pot a little bit. It might. Um, maybe give two episodes a go. And if you fucking you hate this shit, yeah, check keep it, it out. to yourself. We're check out the podcast. Very oh, fragile. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you have listened to this. Uh, oh, no, I don't know our American phone number off by heart. Does anyone? American phone oh, number. Shit. Vista. Oh, check out the fuck. Check out the show notes. Check out the podcast, uh, whatever Ben types in. It'll yeah. be in there. Yeah, it might be. I can't make any promises. Um, oh, if you are from Yazoo City, uh, you've listened to this, and either you fucking hate it or you liked it, please call us on 732 876 3446 Number again is 732-876-3446. Let us know. Just say hello. Yeah, we want to hear from you you more than life itself. And if you're a listener who has already been listening to this podcast for a while and you didn't just start listening now after seeing a billboard, shut the fuck up. Who cares? Big deal. We're trying to talk to our friends in Yazoo City, Mississippi. Okay? Jesus. Fuck. 
Yeah. You tell don't get on Don't get on Patreon and complain that the fucking lead pipe segment's lost its zeal or something. <laughs> I hate that. We're very sensitive. We know when, when a segment's lost its zeal. We know. We'll just push it like three or four more episodes we will. that it needs to go. Fuck you. I love you. <laughs> All right. That's enough. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>